following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. to hour three of Radio Law Talk. We are having so much fun. It's, the first two hours just flew by. Hour number three is going to be our most exciting uh, hour. We're going to s- discuss the Indian man that is suing his parents for basically making him. And we're going to discuss why that's a good idea and a bad idea and some things that I maybe be able to sue my parents for uh, because they... Um, as according to him, had some fun and brought me onto the earth. What? Yeah. Uh, well, one thing I wanted to say is we, we wrapped up the last hour talking about small claims court, and the one thing I think we need to keep in mind is every jurisdiction is different. Every state has different rules relating to small claims right. court. So if you were listening the last hour to that, make sure that when you want to file something in small claims court, you go specifically to your jurisdiction and follow the rules therein about what your rights are in appeal, whether you can have an attorney, whether you can't, uh, because they do differ. And you can hire an attorney to help you during the small claims court process, generally speaking. Everyone's like, oh, you can't bring an attorney in. doesn't mean you can't hire an attorney to talk to you about what to do. Absolutely. And the other point is that in California, there is actually a web page that you can go to that says, if you want to file a small claims court uh, case, here's what you need to do. They kind of list everything out for you. A lot of states probably have that. Yeah, that's my point, is that you should look in your state. Odds are they have it there. It saves them a lot of trouble and from fielding a lot of phone calls. Absolutely. All right. Well, let's. And the most we're going to talk about the uh, the Indian man suing his parents. We're also going to talk about the San Francisco ordinance that was passed that says sugary drinks now have to have a war- warning, warning, warning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What is it? Danger warning, Will Robinson. Will Robinson. Will Robinson. Yeah, right, Will Robinson. Right, 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 is it right, right. Will, Ro- Will Robinson? Danger, <laughs> yes. Will Robinson. Danger. You're about to drink a Coke. Yeah. Oh no. So there's a there is an actual warning that has to go on. Uh, those sodas, according to the San Francisco ordinance, and it went up to the ninth uh, Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, and they have uh, brought came down with an opinion. We're going to discuss what that opinion is. Those of you who understand a little bit about the law, the Ninth Circuit is a fairly liberal circuit. We're going to talk talk a little bit about what they said and how this may or may not affect us. Uh, not just don't forget, you're saying, oh, well, I'm in Texas because we have a lo- we have a lot of Texas listeners. Uh, that you're right, that doesn't matter. It might eventually get to you. Don't forget, a lot of times stuff starts in California, starts rolling downhill. But anyway, we're going to talk about that. But more importantly, we're going to talk about case or no case and see if Todd and I can catch up with Denise. And don't forget, Cal, I think, are we allowing this time for us to do like double jeopardy? Um, or you know, and, and I guess that's a that's a or plug. is it just the person lowest is allowed to do the double jeopardy. I know something was bantied about, but... Well, I, my sense is that if we're going to give people the opportunity to wager their points, we should do it for all. Ooh. Denise, I mean, do it. Just, just my, just, just my thinking. I, I mean, I could be wrong, but that's my thinking. Or we can, can we just wager any points? Oh, no. Wait, we're not wagering. You, you don't have to do your full amount. We, know, we, know, we don't wager. You are here. placing at jeopardy your yes. points. Yes. Yeah. I, I have, a, I have a, a suggestion. How about... I get each person gets to choose how many points another person is no. placing at Jeopardy. No. Because right now I would place Denise at 19 points in Jeopardy, <laughs> <laughs> which could come back to haunt me. I mean, now if she wins. She'll she be so far ahead of us. Points, but, uh, she'll be so far ahead of us. <laughs> All she's gonna do is she's gonna go last and find out what you said. Just follow it, and therefore, you know, it's no. I get to go first this time yeah. if if we follow our normal, our normal pattern would pattern. be. Right, do you think you're ready for this? Go for it. All right, here we go. Now it's time right, to play we go. Case or No Case. Yay! Remember, at home, no wagering. Here on the in the studios of Radio Law Talk, there is a, you have the opportunity to place your points at risk if you'd like. And Denise, how many points out of your 19, according to my records, you say 20, but I'm going with 19, of your points, how many do you wish to put at risk? Well, I want to hear the case or no case first. Oh, no. No, 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 no. This is, by the way, this, this, is, like, not... this is like Final Jeopardy, where you have to say what you're going to put at risk before you hear the question. Yeah, yeah, and by the way, we are not wagering. There's no, no money I said involved put, here. I said put at Our risk. points no. are pointless. Okay, <laughs> I'm willing to put three points at risk. Three points at risk. And the, uh, and uh, Mr. Penny, do you just, are you I'm going just 
doing the normal, like whatever I get. Win or lose. Okay. No, yeah, I'm uh, not win okay. or losing. I'm not putting any of my points. And up. Mr. Kunin, I'm just. I don't think I can. Uh, I only have one you point. You have so. one point, so you can either double it or lose it. Oh, he's got one point. Well, 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 double it's two. So how would you? Yeah, so either way, it's I'm the just, same. I'm just yeah. going for the regular number of points. If yeah. I get it, I get two. If I get nothing, I'm yeah. still at one. That's All right. right, ladies and gentlemen, I take you now in the case or no Wait case minute, world. I want, I oh yeah, Fred. Fred, no, I want to hear the 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 lead up music. I like you. I did. Did I miss I'll that? I'll play it again yes. if it'll make you happy. I'll play it here, here again. Now it's time oh. to play Case or No Case. Now my yeah. mind works. My mind can't work without this music right. and the preliminary stuff. All right. Now I take you to the great city of Puebla, Mexico. Oh. Puebla, Mexico, where the battle was held for the for celebrate Cinco de Mayo, but you all know that already. Puebla, Mexico has a Volkswagen factory there, and the farmers have a beef with Volkswagen. They say that Volkswagen's hail-stopping cannons... By the way, this is from August 20th of 2018. They say that Volkswagen's hail-stopping cannons prevent rain, but they don't prevent hail. The the hail-stopping cannon is an, uh, an altering device that they point up at the sky and shoot with the presumption that the shock wave will stop the clouds from producing hail. The machines were designed in the late 1800s, there's a problem, though, and they say that, and they did this because hail damages newly produced cars at the Volkswagen plant. So because oh, they, they park to, them outside, or right something. when they're done. So they wanted to come up with a way to stop them being damaged, and they explored everything. A lot of automakers use a tarp or a net, but Volkswagen took a different route, an old European solution that said we're going to try the hail-altering cannons. The farmers say they don't stop hail at all, and in fact, they cause a drought. And so they decided they would take some legal action. And I ask you, Ms. Dirks, case or no case? So it's Mexican law, farmers versus factory. Volkswagen. Volkswagen factory. An international company. And they're saying and what? The farmers can, say what? The cannons are causing droughts. They, oh. so they they're shooting like, off the cannons into the air. Yeah. The cannons are somehow impacting the clouds and impacting the rain and impacting... Right, and the cannons actually, they kind of look like a like a funnel, a great big funnel, and they boom, and the supposedly the sonic wave hits the clouds, and so the, the raindrops that would go up and come back down as hail, they get pushed out of their natural order and they don't hail, but the farmers say that's not working, so... So they could file for injunctive relief to stop the cannons... It'd be really hard for them to prove that it's uh, causing drought. Um, Tweet us at Radio Law Talk. No case. It's a global cannoning. <laughs> I don't want to say no case. So Denise says no case yeah. and puts her three points on the line at no case. Um, Mr. Cunin. Well, you went first last time. Mr. Penny. Okay, I'll go second. All right. I believe this is truly happening. I believe they are doing that in Mexico. I believe they are shooting the cannons up there to stop the hail. I believe that is all true. I believe there is no lawsuits coming from the farmers because I don't see farmers in Mexico doing that. I'm with Denise. No case. No case. Wow. All right, Mr. Kunin, what is your thought on this? Hail drops keep falling on my head. <laughs> hail to the chief. All hail is we're breaking we're loose. I'll tell you what, down in Mexico, I'm going to have to agree with my compadre oh, here, Denise oh, and Fred. I think nothing completely made up. <laughs> there is nothing, not a zilch, no truth to this cow hunter. You're trying to pull the wool over our eyes. Final answer, give me the point. So you're telling me that you've never heard of a hail-stopping cannon. I've heard saying, of it. I just don't think this is a case. No, there's no lawsuit. I think this is exactly a factual thing, but there's no lawsuit by the farmers. Uh, the farmers in Mexico aren't bringing lawsuits. They're they're busy uh, working hard on their farms. So. But they found somebody to sue, a big corporate entity. Oh, now, okay. come on. All right, we'll be back with case <laughs> or no case. If you want to tweet in, tweet at Radio Law Talk or hashtag case or no case or call us. At 855-529-723. And you can just put it on the air. We don't have to talk. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. 
Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds. When you or a family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us at PennyAssociates.com. See, that wasn't so bad. I am Cameron Levitt, Chief Operating Officer of Concussion Medical Clinic. California's first concussion medical clinic is now open. As concussions increase each year, there has never been a greater need for concussion specialists. Our physicians at Concussion Medical Clinic are board certified in pediatric neurology and sports medicine and have partnered with universities, hospitals, and rehab clinics to expedite the recovery process. Simply put, we are elevating the standard of care. When you need an expert concussion opinion or concussion care, visit Concussion Medical Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right, we cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow. And like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. I would flip-flop all night long. I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. When I invented MyPillow, I wanted it to where you can move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. MyPillow will get you into that deep REM sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow, and I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. And here's my best offer ever. You can buy one of my pillows and get one absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-870-0305 and use promo code GCN. That's MyPillow.com or 800-870-0305 with promo code GCN. Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and slingbows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of slingbow. A new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. You're listening to RadioLawTalk.com. And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. Mommy, Daddy, I have a little question. Why did you born did me? Why was I, why was I born did? Why was I birthed? Why was I birthed did? Where do babies come from why, and why, why did I come from why there? Why did I get born did? Why did you get me born did? Yeah. Well, we're going to talk about that Indian mine who's suing his parents for giving birth to him. But before that, we're going to finish up our case or no case. And Cal, give us a brief overview of your fake case or no case. What you claim is fake. Eh? Farmers in Mexico uh, went after Volkswagen because of their factory in Puebla. They brought over an old European invention called a hail-stopping cannon. 
to prevent hail from falling and damaging their cars. So, Cal. And so, yes. Can I mention one thing? Yeah, of course you may. The positive thing about this with, with Todd and I, we will just not get points. So if we all lost, Denise loses points. She put three up on the on the table. So yeah. it's uh, what's best for us, Todd, is that we're wrong. Is that true? Yeah. So so either way, Todd and I are winning, so because go for you it. You all three came up with the same answer, that yes. it was a fake case. So those of you who say it was a fake case, all three of you may raise your hands, and I have some bad news for you. Oh, Denise! <laughs> <laughs> Denise, that is hardcore on you. The case was settled when Volkswagen realized that they really weren't working that well, so they went back to tarps and nets. But hail cannons have been around since the late 1800s. They've never been proven to work. Their theory is that shock waves alter the trajectory of the drops in the clouds. But even if they reached high enough, which a shock wave has to travel a long way to reach a cloud, there's no scientific evidence that suggests the pressurized air stops the... the and they brought a lawsuit. And, and what about the cannonballs coming back down? No, okay. not a cannonball. Did you shoot a, did you shoot a, a, a shock boom. wave of shock air? Wave oh, it's air. And so they, they went to the factory. They, they threatened to file a case. They got together. They mediated it out. And they said, okay, we'll stop, we'll stop using so it. So you know what's true? Hmm. I'm still like... 10, you're still killing. You're still, you're still killing it. You you're still completely killing it. But she lost it. three points. Mm-hmm. She did. Yeah. And Todd and I gained nothing. So there you go, we, ladies we, and gentlemen. We, we got no points for ours, but we did gain one point on her. Three points. She lost three of her points. Yeah, she's down oh, to true. she's down to 16. Yeah. Fred that still has seven based on today's uh, conclusion, and Mr. Punin. That was won. a good day for us, Todd. Yes. Has won. Yes. And, so, and so we finish with case. Or no case. There it goes. The next installment of Case or No Case, for those of you who love Case or No Case, next week, live, 9 to noon Pacific time. And uh, listen, uh, and if you want to email us when you're not, if you don't listen during the time you listen to our podcast, this is all podcasted, or uh, you can go to our website, www.radiolawtalk. You just email us at info at radiolawtalk, and we do get emails at times. Absolutely, and from, if you have ideas yes, for cases that yes. you'd like to see post in case or no case that I can research yes. and vet, I please send them in. I'd love to yes, see them. Yes, we'd yeah. like to see them. Now, okay, an Indian man is suing his parents for giving birth to him without consent. Now... This is bringing up a number of issues here. The first question <laughs> mental is... Mental health being yeah, the first yeah, one. Yeah, mental health. <laughs> the second... Well, mental health first. The second thing is, is without consent. How do they... You know, Now, I guess the, the mother said as follows. And by the way, this man who is suing, both of his parents are lawyers. And they have responded... And by the way, I think this is a stunt. Uh, and, and, and they have responded, well... We're not quite sure how we could get get consent from you. If we could get it, we could have, we would have, but how do we get consent? And that is a big issue. How do you get consent? Whether or not you should, uh, you and Donna should have uh, brought forth all these children, Scal. Yes. Uh, and, and I believe there was consent, but it wasn't from your children. Yeah, the only consent was between <laughs> she and I. But, yeah. yeah. Well, so what? Uh, what? you know, look, I am going to say this. I mean, this, this is my defense okay. for... For, for mom and dad. And that is to say, I think there's implied consent on his part to be born. Because okay. at one point in time, this entity was respectively a sperm and an egg. And out of two billion little swimmers, he was the one that had the most tenacity to, and he to, swam. to, to swim and to get there. And heaven forbid mom and dad used birth control that wasn't effective. You know, because then they could say, oh. you you circumvented our efforts to keep you from being born, young man. I get it, Todd. You're, so your argument is, you, Mr. Little Sperm, that swam, you did not have to go in yeah. to that egg. You could have swam elsewhere. You could have hung out chose. in the fallopian tube and just kind of minded your own time, maybe gone up to see if you could check out a liver here and there, whatever. I don't know. My anatomy is all Way wrong. off. But, way but off. But the fact <laughs> is, you chose to find the egg to enter and then to become yes. a child. So, yeah, implied consent, you're there. Why do you think he's the sperm and not the egg? Well, he's both. He's both. He's both. 
Right? So his half of his he, so he, he got a half a consent? He he's both, but in that scenario, one is exerting a little bit more activity. Activity to find the other. The egg is passively sitting there waiting to be found, and the sperm is out there looking for him. And, and the egg so. says, Okay, this one, come in. Yeah, all right, all right. There and then once he's in uh, nobody else. Nobody else. That so little... this Indian man, he's from India, mm-hmm. and he has a very strong belief, and it's called anti-natalism. Yes. Which There's is a big group there. It's yeah. a big group in India, and it's a very different type of an ideology where it, the belief is that it's morally wrong for people to procreate, and that... Um, Human life is really not all that, you know, what it's cracked up to be. Ironically, right? all the people who believe that have been born. And then, yes. ironically, and yes. humanity <laughs> only brings suffering. So he is saying, not only should my parents have to pay me for my life, but they have to pay because they had procreation activities. They then, in turn, had me, and they decided to carry me full term. So, so, because they did that, they should pay me for my entire life. Oh, believe me, son, they've paid. They do. Oh, yeah. Uh, Fred, I got a question for you. So, what did the parents say? I'm tweeting out that well, uh, the, about you, Todd, well, the, uh, the, your the, argument. The mom, the mom has said, first, she says, I admire my son's temerity to take me to court. That's the first thing. The second thing she said was, I would like for him to explain me rationally how it is we could have co- procured that consent. But lastly, you, she, you answered that. But lastly, she said, the media has focused on a sliver of what he believes in, his belief in antinatalism, his concern for the burden on Earth's resources due to needless life, his sensitivity toward pain experienced by unwitting children. So she kind of seems to be admiring her son, but I think that's just a mom saying. Yeah, uh, it's a lawyer. Mom, We're going to talk yeah. about it more a little later. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Many women have so many clothes in the closet, but then we go to get dressed and find we have nothing to wear. Ah! We've all been there. We all want to be comfortable and fashionable at the same time, and it's difficult to find clothing that makes that task effortless. But at Letty & Company, you can find trendy, comfortable clothing that is affordable, things you want to wear every day. Shop with a purpose online with free shipping. Just go to lettyandcompany.com. Lettyandcompany.com. Hi, I'm Frederick of Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds. When you or a family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us at USA Radio News with Rick Vincent. Massachusetts Democratic Senator Elizabeth Warren kicks off her 2020 presidential campaign in Lawrence, Massachusetts.
can take care of their families. Warren attended the University of Houston and Rutgers School of Law. She initially had a career in academia, teaching at Rutgers, the University of Texas, the University of Pennsylvania, and Harvard. Warren won a Senate seat in 2012, becoming Massachusetts' first female senator. With the threat of another government shutdown looming Friday, government workers, federal agencies, and private sector businesses are still trying to dig out from the damage of the last one. While the majority of 800,000 affected federal employees have been able to collect the wages they lost, some still have not received any of their back pay. You're listening to USA Radio News. Hello, Ted from Russell Stover here. Listen, guys, we are great at a lot of things. Memorizing football stats, brewing craft beer, mounting TVs. But remembering Valentine's Day? Not so much. Luckily, I'm here to remind you to get your Valentine chocolates from Russell Stover. Just swing by the store, grab a heart-shaped box, and give it to someone special. Easy enough? Good. Because that's all you gotta do. Just, uh, don't forget. Russell Stover. Make happy. With a recession ending, if you've been putting off building your business, now is the time to act. General Steel will meet or beat any price on a pre-engineered steel building of the same size and specifications. Act now before steel prices go up. So call us today for free information. Call 800-965-1290. The Genesis Communications Network is one of America's premier broadcasters of captivating talk radio. We thank you for listening. Now, Now. just imagine, there are thousands of people who are just as passionate about radio as you are. But what you may not realize is how easy and affordable it is to advertise with us. Radio commercials for your business could be heard on hundreds of radio stations across the U.S. every day. We can help you by creating an effective radio advertising campaign for your company. From script writing to producing your commercial, just like the one you're listening to right now. No other network provides the level of customer service we do. When it comes to radio advertising, we are your one-stop shop. And no matter how big or small your business is, we can help. Email us at advertise at GCNlive.com and an experienced advertising executive will help you take the first step towards driving more customers to your business or website. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective. You're listening to RadioLawTalk.com. And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. So we are talking about the guy who, who, who the Indian guy from India that is claiming that that he uh, should not have been born, basically, and he's upset at his parents for borned him, as my grandchild would say, yeah. bo- borning him. And, and, and here's what I, I wonder. You know, I, are some millennials out there saying, yeah, 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 that's right. You know, you know look, look. What you know? I, I'm overweight because of my parents. I, I'm bald. <laughs> I, my nose is too big. My, you know, uh, you know. Do teenagers? I truly think, looking back at my children's teenage years, this is what my teenagers believed. That why is it you did this to me? I mean, I I can't believe all you're putting me through by having me born here. I, I remember when I was a kid. All right. I didn't I, look. I started high school. I was five foot two, weighed about a hundred pounds, soaking wet. I was a little guy, and I was so frustrated with my father's genetics because I didn't really hit my growth spurt until I was about a sophomore. And I wanted to play football. I wanted to do that. You know, we hear these stories about the the little guy that goes ahead and plays. I went to a high school where they weren't having that. If you weren't the right size, you weren't playing ball. I was frustrated and stuff. So I kind of get that, but I wouldn't sue mom and dad over it. Here's the other issue, Denise. I don't know. Look, you brought up the thing that um, he he believes that procreating takes uh, they, they where this I don't know religion you want to call it, believes that. Uh, it, it, it's it, an ideology. It's, it's, har- it's harming humanity and bringing only suffering when you're born. Now, right. I think that's more for the parents that it's suffering that their children are there because sometimes, believe me, we as parents suffer from our children. I, I, I would, well... I can't say that because I have never suffered because of my child. I love my kids. I, okay, I, okay. I wait a minute. Wait a minute. I love my kids, too. Do you too. owe them happiness, though? That's the question. Do I, do I owe them happiness? And if you don't give them happiness, then can they sue you and get damages? 
Um, no, I don't think so. I don't think they Well, that's what this guy is saying. And do you know that in France, there is a right not to be born? It's called the Perruche Judgment. Really? That is. And the, the French government has just overturned it. But for years and years and years, it was in place. And it arose out of... Um, a, a child having German measles when mm-hmm. they were in um, in uh, in what's it called utero, and uh, the doctors assuring the mother that she was fine, the baby was going to be fine, and then when the baby was born, the baby didn't couldn't hear and had some really severe um, brain injuries, and in that case, they recognized the child's right not to be born, and they actually gave and awarded the 17-year-old wow. um, disabled child money. You know, it's interesting. I've had people bring this up to me. Again, I do personal injury of, well, I had a vasectomy and it didn't work. Can I sue the doctor because we had a child? Where generally speaking, and again, every state's different, but generally speaking, having a child is not a damage. It's looked at still in the United States as a positive thing, not as a damage. So the whole issue is, okay. It's like a natural replication to having, um, yeah. you know, it's procreation. Right. And so it comes down to, okay, you had the child. That's not a negative. That's a positive and so that's the general area of law. Again, we're talking about general areas of laws. Go to your local attorney to see if that if that is in your jurisdiction. So I got a question for you, Fred. You're a plaintiff's lawyer. Yes, I am. All right. So is there a responsibility on the part of a plaintiff's lawyer? Uh, you're a plaintiff. You're suing for damages. Does the plaintiff have a responsibility to mitigate their damages if they can? The answer is, generally speaking, yes. All right. So, so this, how does that fit here? Well, this guy's. 27 years old. He's claiming that he was born without the consent of his parents. No, well, without consent. W- w- without his to consent his to his parents. My so what trimester is, is he in? He's in like his 87th trimester, you know, 84 of those post-birth. Um, he's got to mitigate his own damages here. I'll leave it up to you to decide what he should do. But, okay. You know, golly. I mean, at if some he thinks he time, shouldn't have been born. Yeah, if I think I shouldn't have been born, you know. Uh, well, if you have a comment about this uh, individual. <laughs> I'm sure his, his mother parents. doesn't want to stuff him back. I, I, well, well, no. <laughs> All right, not, not at this age. <laughs> let's move on to federal court blocking a San Francisco warning on soda ads. So San Francisco passed a, an ordinance that said that basically San Francisco, if you have soda in the San Francisco area, it's requiring health warning on advertisements for soda and other sugary drinks. <laughs> now, what's the warning going to say, first of all? What does the warning say? It's going to say that uh, sugary drinks can cause obesity or something to that effect, right? I, I think it's going to say, if this drink tastes good to you, there's probably a high probability it ain't good for you. That's right. If it's good, it ain't good. Yeah. That's exactly right. If it's bad and tastes gross... That's good for you. Now, so, this made so it, it all the way to the Ninth Circuit, right? Well, it all the way to the Ninth Circuit. Diabetes and obesity, I think, were the two things that were, okay. were listed in the warning. Well, I, I, it's right. basically giving health care warning. Okay. Well, right? There's a health problem associated with this product. Ninth Circuit came down, actually, and uh, Ninth Circuit came down and said that it violates the constitutionally protected commercial speech. And they sent it back, and it was unanimous. Ninth Circuit, by the way, is a fairly liberal circuit. Mm-hmm. And it was unanimous, and they sent it back down to the judges uh, in the federal court and told them, look, basically kick this thing out. And and they're not going to allow San Francisco to force soda and sugary drinks to put a warning on their products. This is one of the very rare times where Pepsi and Coke are on the same side. Right, and what I find ironic about all of this is right afterward, the uh, they all went out and had a Coke. Uh, the, uh, yeah. the, yeah. the justices, the they, justices. Were, they were thirsty. Well, not only that, <laughs> probably the people who brought the lawsuit probably had I a wonder, diet. I wonder how many justices had to had to maybe recuse themselves because they drink some of this stuff. Now, let's, that, let's talk about justices. This is the ninth, and, and again, we haven't talked about this. This is the ninth circuit that we were talking about. Those of you who are listening in, an interesting thing we brought up before, and I'm going to say there's no news about it, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. We haven't heard anything from her. What is going on? Actually, Does anybody know? What's she, the latest? She, well, we haven't. There, there were some folks that claimed they thought she was dead. Right. But, so, but, but, but some say she, she's in the hospital. But she has since made an appearance just last week. Okay. She made an appearance at 
a uh, like an opera or a musical Good. or something like that okay. where she was seen out in public. So she is there. They say she's still recuperating. According to her son, she is walking her mile or two miles a day on the treadmill and is. I mean, they removed part of the left side of her lung. Right. And and you know that takes a while to recover from, especially at an oh advanced age. Oh my gosh! Age. Yes. And so she is. She's. Good. Still okay, so end. I mean, I, whether you're liberal or or, uh, or conservative or middle, you 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 want her to be healthy, just because that's that's important to have a, uh, you know. And I've told you, did I tell you, I met her personally. Yeah, when um, you were. Yeah, when yeah. I was sworn in, and she was very kind, very quiet though, and it's almost like you meet the Queen of England. I, it really reminded me of those shows you watch on PBS about the Queen of England and stuff. She just, it's like. You know, and then you got Justice Roberts coming in. He's just the hey, what's up, everybody? You know, kind of a what's kind of a high fiver, kind of a high fiver slapper guy. He's kind of he's kind of just down to he's not that exactly. He, he's that happy way. that Kavanaugh's on the bench. Like, dude, we're gonna go out and party. Yeah, he's more he's just like, beer. He's just more cool. I, mean, I, I guess I'm gonna say the word cool, but just kind of and and Ruth, uh, man, Ginsburg is just like. It's like a hush of silence as she walks in. And again, those of you who, who have never personally, she is so tiny. Yeah. I have never seen a more petite woman in my life. She is so tiny and slender and just, uh, I'm not going to say the word frail, but just really small. And, 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 uh, but boy, what a present she, when she walks in, it's kind of like, Ooh, there's the queen. She's got the horsepower upstairs where it counts in oh, the old noggin. Bright, She's bright, a bright person. Bright woman. So anyway, but uh, that I digress. But okay, good. She, she has been seen. She has been seen. I, I have not followed up on that. But she hasn't been seen drinking Coca-Cola. No, no. You know, it's kind of interesting. This case about warning labels on ads makes it up. And I hearken back to the previous segment that we had in the show where, Fred, you were asking about you know, with all the cases out there, why would a DA take time for this stuff? And then we have a case like this about warning labels on soda cans that makes it all the way up to the Ninth mm-hmm. Circuit. And you're like, really? Well, freedom of speech is the big deal. It's not yeah. the warning labels as right. much. But I think the fact that an ab- that a, a person advertising a product has a right to advertise their product without the government jumping in and saying something about it. I wish they could do a survey of the number of times somebody has sat down with a beverage or even a pack of cigarettes and looked at a warning label and said, mm. well, holy Toledo, I didn't know. That. I'm Whoa. not buying this. I'm putting that back. Yeah. I'm putting back the Captain Crunch. It ranks right up there with the number of times my ex-wife used to say, drive carefully, and I would go, oh, well, that really never crossed my mind. <laughs> Got the uh, kids in there. Oh, I would have never thought of that. That's good advice. <laughs> when we come back, we're going to talk about the kids in climate lawsuit. Uh, we're also going to do the segment that Cal likes. What's that new segment you want us to do? Well, you know what it's called, Quick Takes. Quick Takes. We're going to do a Quick Takes, what we think. And if we have time, we're going to get to the PG&E lawsuits. We'll be right back. You're listening to Radio Law Talk on your favorite radio station and also on radiolawtalk.com. And we'll be right back. Go away. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. I am Cameron Lennon. Detoxify, lose weight, and restore balance to your body by simply drinking tea. Surprised? Dr. Miller's Holy Tea can help you feel better and even lose weight because Holy Tea is a unique herbal tea blend of all natural ingredients specially formulated by Dr. Bill Miller. Call this number, 888-660-7039 or click drmillersclinic.com. Take the first step toward better health. Drink tea from Dr. Miller's Clinic. Pain in my neck, back, and shoulders has really gotten worse. Relief for body pain is here with Sunny Bay Heating Pads. Well, the last thing I want is to take another pill, so what's so good about Sunny Bay Heating Pads? Sunny Bay Heating Pads, made by Biomed DB Design right here in the USA, come in all sizes. Our extra-large microwavable heating pad for back pain is designed to be large enough to cover your entire back. It's also perfect to wrap around your legs, knees, or shoulder and neck. But I need to know they're good quality. Of course, Sunny Bay 
heating pads and pillows are often an Amazon choice. And it's easy and most affordable when you purchase your Sunny Bay heating pads right from our website, sunshinepillows.com. Or call us, 253-678-1361. Hey, a Sunny Bay heating pad would make a great gift, right? Yes, and they start at just $19.99 and free shipping is available. So call 253-678-1361 or shop for your Sunny Bay heating pad at sunshinepillows.com. Do you feel like many of us? All the distractions in the world taking our minds and focus off what really needs to get done day to day? Well, Jeunesse has a dietary supplement called Mind to help with mental distraction and it supports memory function. Go to GCNLife.com now to check it out. You're only at your best when your mind is at its best. Go to GCNLife.com or call toll free 844-443-6637. That's GCNLife.com or 844-443-6637. Many people believe they don't control their own destiny. Let them continue just getting by while you make the choice to do something about your future. Imagine working from home, earning the income you deserve. Just visit startlivingyoung.com and click on the Be Your Own Boss tab. Discover Juness, a state-of-the-art global health company with over a billion a year in sales. They'll provide all the tools you need to succeed. Visit startlivingyoung.com today and click on the Be Your Own Boss tab. Your destiny awaits at startlivingyoung.com. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. Do you have a family? Would you like to help make sure they'll be taken care of if anything were to happen to you? If you answered yes, you probably need life insurance. Now, do you think life insurance is expensive? If you answered yes to that, too, you definitely need to give AIG Direct a call. We could find you a quarter of a million dollar policy for just $14 a month, which means you could save hundreds of dollars a year. Call us now for a free, no obligation quote. 1-800-919-5435. Since 1995, we've helped millions of people find out if they could save up to 70% on their term life insurance. See how affordably we can help you protect your family. Call AIG Direct now for your free quote. 1-800-919-5435. You could save up to 70%. That's 1-800-919-5435. 1-800-919-5435. Do the letters IRS give you anxiety? I'm Dan Pilla. I've defended people from the IRS for more than 40 years. My book, How to Get Tax Amnesty, created the tax resolution industry and is responsible for helping hundreds of thousands of people. It can help you, too. If you're a non-filer or facing IRS enforcement right now, your case is unique. You need real help, not cookie-cutter advice. My clients get my personal attention. Buy my book at danpilla.com and get a free consultation directly with me. That's danpilla.com. Let's start solving your tax problem right now. You're listening to Radio Law Talk, and now back to the show. Here are Fred, Todd, and Denise. Denise, you had some updates on our uh, retractions of the tweets about the uh, young man. uh, Well, the Covington children, it's more than just the one general uh, person, the sanding uh, ton guy, but it's other kids that were also lambasted. Um, And it appears that the... um, Kathy Griffin retracted her statement completely, um, and it also appears that Representative um, Ihan Omar had also posted a trip that claimed he claimed that the students um, told a woman that's not rape if you enjoy it, which that was never said, and so he did retract that statement as well. But what makes you say stuff like that on Twitter? Oh, President Trump. No, look, this is about children and and kids. What are you thinking? Who you know? I think these politicians get in it and they just think they're above the law. Uh, maybe it's me. It's just you're stupid to say stuff like that. I I don't know. I know we all do stupid things in life. That's part of life. But come on, really? Yeah. Really? This is intentional. Well, kids' climate lawsuit that we talked about <laughs> that they brought against uh, the government. Uh, that's Trump's uh, administration is in San Francisco area. It's now up at the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals. Basically, they're arguing uh, this is a group of, quote, children, but it's, you know, it's some, it's a, it's, uh, some sort of political group, uh, probably a, uh, um, you know, a, uh, I, I can't remember. It's what a the, class action, but and it, it's kids and young it? adults. Yeah, but it's a group bringing it. Uh, it. It's always there's a group behind it that that's, uh, um, 
Well, it's Julia versus the government. So what am I thinking? A environmentalist group. That's the word I was trying to think of. Uh, But 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 you know the government responded to the lawsuit now, and they're basically arguing, look. Climate change doesn't stem from us. First of all, it's all over the world. It's probably Cambodia's government's doing it. Second of all, there's no constitutional right to do what? No constitution. To have a livable climate. That's exactly right. There's nothing in the Constitution that says the government is required to make sure that you children have a livable, perfectly clean environment. And 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 that's one of the, the some of their argues. But it's called the Ju, uh, Juliana versus United States case. Uh, it's out of Oregon. Yeah. And um, the Trump administration has taken many unprecedented uh, methods in this case. It's appealed it twice to the U.S. Supreme Court directly and um, has lost both of those appeals. To intervene. To, inter- to intervene, yes, correct. Yes. And because what, what's, what the government does not want to do is engage in discovery because discovery in this case is going to be a nightmare. I mean, oh, can you imagine how the, the 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 act? Okay, what do you do to try to get to take care of climate control? You know, provide everything, and it's yes. going to be a lot. And it costs you know what? It costs our taxpayers money. This is just costing taxpayers a lot of money too. But anyway, uh, they they've answered, and their and and their arguments are are pretty solid, especially when it comes to the constitutional issue and the issue of. You know, they're not the ones causing it. It's everybody else causing it. Believe it or not, I have traveled across the world. You guys have no idea about climate change or about pollution until you've been to other countries. Oh, yeah. And you think, oh, the United States is not doing all. It doesn't matter, guys. And, again, this is not a political issue because every other country is just pouring it out there. It's rolling over to us anyway. When I I was in law school, uh, I went down one time. I went to law school in San Diego. went one time down to Tijuana. Okay. Now, I have lived almost all of my life with cars that have smog devices on them and, and whatnot. Okay? Uh, it was not until I got down to Tijuana, where they don't have those same restrictions on cars, that I realized the smell in the air from the, that you get when emissions are made that aren't burnt off by the catalytic converter. It's like, wow, I, I never noticed that until I got back to California and, and, and noticed the difference between yeah. those two. And that's just a small example. I'm going to tell yeah. you, I went to a now, country. A big example would be China. Yes. Yes. There are absolutely times when there are big cities, people are wearing masks because they cannot breathe. I, I literally was at two countries. I'm not going to mention that because there were wonderful, wonderful people there. But they were a small third world country. And I was driving down the road on this bus. And there were smokestacks that were about two stories high, and there are these little mini factories that, that the people are making things, and there was hundreds of them all packed together, and they were pouring black smoke. It wasn't like a little bit. It was just pouring out. I'm like, oh my gosh. And it, you could smell it. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm glad we're back there trying to save the air because they're pushing it out over here. Doesn't this seem like, though, a lawyer that thought, you know, let's throw this up against the wall because if the judges bite on this, I'm going to be employed for the rest of my life, digging out all this discovery and doing yeah, all of this. Maybe. And I've got myself a nice, cushy little gig. Well, usually, you know, Cal, what it is, is it's, it's usually like an environmental group that has their own lawyers. And they get their yeah. own, but when they yeah. win a case, or even when they start a case, the first thing they petition for is legal fees. That's true. So as soon as they get in there, they get their fees paid by the people they're suing in yes. many cases. It's, yeah. it's really crazy. Well, this particular case that was interesting about it, it started in 2015 under the Obama right. administration, but it really didn't heat up and um, seek traction, if you will, until Trump administration came in and really tried to get rid of this case right. several times. Right. I, Let's move on from that. That, That's interesting, but we're going to follow this as we go along. But but there's an interesting hashtag case, (laughs) and I want to get into that really quick, and this should be our last one before we do our our final segment. We're on our final segment. But, okay, so what rights do you have on a trademark law to own a hashtag saying? And in Chicago, the Chicago Cubs, there there was a 108-year World Series drought. Obviously, they broke it, right? They won the World Series finally. But during that time period, there was a restaurant in Chicago that used this hashtag, hashtag magic number 108. And hashtag magic number 108, they put on T-shirts and they did all that, and they wanted to trademark that name and hashtag. Now, generally, remember, when you're trademarking something, it, it can't be anything general. You can't trademark Sloppy Joe. 
Attire. Yeah. The but remember attire. we brought up the Sloppy Joe? Right. The name, generally speaking, you can't, but you might be able to do it Sloppy Joe's Restaurant of San Diego or something like that sure. and put it under a category or something like that. But the question is, can you um, can you uh, uh, um, have a trademark of magic number 108 but with the hashtag in front of it? Hashtag generally, I think when you throw the hashtag in there, that is so general that's so general. I think that's an issue. That's the first thing I noticed when I started reading this is if they didn't have hashtag and they just had magic number 108, right. would, would they have been granted a trademark on that? But even the court went along, Denise and Todd, and said even that is too general, right? Because the magic um, number 108 had been used very publicly for um, the Cubs 108 108- and the year before you know, it was Magic 107. Yeah, yeah exactly. So because it, had been, it, it wasn't just associated with this line of clothing. But doesn't the it 108 was, or this restaurant's you know line of clothing? It was actually associated more with clubs fans and, gen- clubs and, fans. and generally it was a, now does it was it the 108 was the last one so it stopped at 108 because yeah. 109 yes. they won they broke the so that's yes. why they said the hashtag uh, magic number 108 that, or at least 108 was when they won isn't that right that's when they won yeah that's when yes. they ended the the loss. So, the so yeah. the court held hashtag as is a white quote widely used message to convey information about the Chicago Cubs baseball team. So you know uh, that, that the hashtag with that connected to it. But but uh, anyway, so if you're going in, and again, we're not specialists in this. Go go to a uh, a lawyer that specializes in 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 uh, trademark, trademark law. law. But the, but generally speaking, we do know enough that you have to make sure it can't be too general. Hashtag's a pretty general term, and uh, and so anyway, that was what the court generally held. And uh, they said, hey, maybe maybe if you take the hashtag out, I'm just saying. Maybe they would have been granted. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure because basically they said that this trademark has to spread awareness of the not just the product, but it has to also link it to its source. And that's what this one didn't do. It didn't take this product that, that had T-shirts that had this hashtag magic number 108 on them and link it to the source. Instead, that hashtag was used for other purposes. Okay, go ahead, Cal. Roll the our final thing. Here it is. I'll go first. I want to go first. All right. Our final take. My take is don't tweet until you know what the crap you're talking about. All right. My quick take take about the kid suing his parents for being conceived without consent. If they made a movie based on that, I would call it Sperms of Endearment. (laughs) Oh, yours. Quick. Okay. If you assert your constitutional free speech rights, you need to respect other people's right to speak out. We'll see you next week. That's going to do it for Radio Law Talk. Have a great weekend. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated.